Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby. Hey guys, this is Charlotte, and you're watching Going In Raw. Going In Raw. That sounds terrible. What's up, it's your girl, Sasha Banks, Legit Foster, and you are watching Going In Raw. You like that? Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to. You know what, Larson, when I say this is the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to, I firmly believe that. Really? All the podcasts out there, this is the only one you really need to listen to as a fan of professional wrestling. Oh, I'll even have any podcast. Well, depending on where your priorities lie in the world of hobbies, like pro wrestling, uh, this would be... What if you be... like to be informed about what? Uh, news. Just stuff? Well, then maybe Current we're not events. the only one you need to be no, listening to. Yeah, actually, if you want to be a well-rounded individual, you should listen to a lot of different podcasts. Does like NPR have a podcast? Sure they do. They have like a bunch. That's yeah. all they do these days. Yeah. But if you just want to be informed in the world of pro wrestling, I say this is the one right here, man. I'm, just, I'm not just saying it. I mean it. I firmly believe it. Where are you at on that? All right. I mean, it's a good line. What are you even doing? <laughs> You're looking at Bruce Pritchard's podcast, no, man. Podcasts, other podcasts oh, my God. To. Oh my is God! Happening. That's a really good show. The Daily from the New York Times—that's great informational, little bite-sized news bite. The failing New York Times, Larson. They're getting the podcast <laughs> game, man. That's where the money's at. Yeah, it is. Uh, we're also Bird available on the way out. Podcast on the rise. Speaking of audio podcasts, you can also find us there. Uh, you know, not YouTube. Well, you can, yes, YouTube and podcast. Leave us a rating, review, or comment right there. These damn cables in the desk. Leave my cable alone. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, leave us a rating review. Come on. Uh, then we're on the Patreon, yeah. which is where you give us money and we give you stuff yeah, in works. return for that. I read uh, there was a Patreon tip the other day on the Patreon uh, app uh, website thing that said uh, you should be refreshing your tiers uh, twice a year. I guess we better get on that. We haven't refreshed it once in like three. We so put, We put pictures on it. We should probably do that. At first, there was no pictures associated, but now there's pictures. We should probably do that. Change the names on one. While, you're, while you're out. So you are not here today. Today's Friday. You are not here. But today is actually Thursday, so I'm here now. We're filming this, this Thursday. Up, I will not be here. But I will while, be. while you are in L.A., number one, please don't get into a car crash or die. No, you're going to be in a plane. Yeah, but I will drive. Please don't crash plane. And please don't die. Control. Come back safely. Do Tell you what, best. when you get to L.A., when you get to wherever it is you're going, your family's house, whatever, mm -hmm. text me and let me know you're there and made it safe. Sure did. Okay, thanks. Uh, I worry about you sometimes. You're just a baby boy out in the world, and it makes me scared. God. So, that's number one. Uh, number two, uh, we're not going to be doing any gaming stream today. I might on my personal one, but who cares about that? It's twitch.tv slash mfsteve here, but you don't care about that. Um, it is the first of the month, of course. Cash your checks and come up. Thank you. That's what I got to say about that. Yeah. It's the first of the month. Get up, get up. Catch the checks and come up. Wake up, wake up, wake up. <laughs> We're going to talk about professional wrestling. Correct. Let's just get on with it, man. All so right. Roman Reigns, he came back on Raw. Very exciting. Oh, man, it was great. It was great. I had a big, big smile on my same, face. Same, same. Ear to ear. But now that he's back, speculation's run rampant. How is he going to get worked back into storylines? Is he going to jump right in and start wrestling right away? He's gonna. The rumor is now he's gonna take Seth's spot at WrestleMania and win the Universal Champ Championship. It's not true. My inside source. Not true. No, that's not true. No, that's not true. I have no You're inside sources. Up. This is from post wrestling though. They have sources apparently. Quote. I'm Seemed told. Like fine gentlemen. Yeah, I'm told. Quote. I'm told that they are planning to do a Shield reunion match, and it's only a question of whether it'll be a three on three match against Bobby Lashley, Drew McIntyre, and Barry Corbin. If it'll be four and four with Braun Strowman and Elias added. It has been debated back and forth, and as of Monday night, they were unaware what option they would go with. Now, this is from earlier in the week, mind you. I was not told when the match would take place, although Fastlane seemed to make the most sense given Seth Rollins already is on, in a match at WrestleMania. Dave Meltzer, the Wrestling Observer himself, added in this week's newsletter, quote, I'll go, I'll do this sure. one. It sure, like some, it sure looks like something along the lines of The Shield and Braun Strowman versus Drew McIntyre, Bobby Lashley, Baron Corbin, and Elias. If Dean Ambrose leaves in April when his contract is up, this is the only shot for a full Shield reunion, and that was teased when the McIntyre then trio did the Shield powerbomb on last week's show. The other question is if a Shield reunion will cause Ambrose to have a change of heart regarding leaving. We'll get to that in a second. But first, right before about an hour ago or so, um, the Q Arena in Cleveland, Quicken Loans, 
um, advertised the following match be taking place at Fastlane a week from Sunday. That match is a handicap match. Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns taking on Baron Corbin, Drew McIntyre, and one Bob Lashley. Of no. course, in my mind, this automatically screams victory for Seth and Roman. Post-match beatdown courtesy of the heels. Dean runs out to even the odds. Something to consider also is that they're trying to save Seth Rollins for Mania because that's a big match. He's yeah. been dealing with some stuff. But he's been cleared, I think. He was partially cleared partially. for Raw yeah. um, for the limited stuff they did this past week. Um, as far as Fastlane's concerned, uh, you got one guy who's just coming back after a couple months off. Who mm-hmm. is, Roman's probably eager to get back into the swing oh, yeah, of things. I imagine, yeah. And it's not like, I, I doubt he's lost a step. Uh, but then you have Seth. And I would kind of think that they're not. Well, you got Braun also. He can take on a lot of the work. Yeah. Um, Yes. So, I mean, I don't know how much Seth. Seth would probably want to do everything. Mm -hmm. And how much they want to use Seth. With with Mania looming. But I think it would be wise for them if they're going to do any sort of shield reunion. It it would be fitting. And it would be a pretty uh, emotional scene at Mania after Seth beats Brock. All three of them in in the ring have their final reconciliation. Whether Dean leaves or not. Um, that would be a pretty awesome image. Here's what you do. I got what? it. Here's what you do. Handicap match three on four. Got all four heels. But then on the other side, you don't have the shield. You have Roman, Seth, and Braun. Uh-huh. And Dean, earlier in the show, had said, yeah, I don't really want any part of it. Match goes down. Faces win. However, as you said, the beatdown happens. Beatdown, yes. Dean comes out and makes the save. Yeah. Uh, and then he leaves before we get the real reunion. Yeah, exactly. We don't get the reunion to Mania. And then Mania, like you're saying, when Seth wins, everybody does the fist bump. And uh, and then if Dean leaves, great. If not, whatever. Um, I do think that the idea of continuing on, I, I think that at this point, though, and it's not just because we've had injuries and, and Roman's leukemia thing. The, set, the the Shield reunion, it just they need to leave it alone. They need to do yeah. like... I understand that the that the emotion is in these three guys, but they are worse off creatively when they are together Here's now. If Dean is in, uh, uh, determined to leave, I think having just one last mm-hmm, yeah at Mania doesn't do anybody any, any harm. Yeah, I think it's it's a good image uh, to send home with the fans. Um, it's a good goodbye mm-hmm. for Dean. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's, it's a wrap up essentially. It's, sure. it's, it's coming full circle. For Dean's career in the WWE for now, if he wants to leave. However, if he is going to stay, no. Here's what you do instead. Here's what you do instead. If you want a, a sour ending. Okay, so everybody's saying, man, if Kofi wins, if Becky wins, if Seth wins, that's a lot of happiness. And we know Vince McMahon, he likes to balance things out. Yeah. How about this? So the very last thing is the horsewomen. Okay, that's the very mm-hmm. last thing you leave with. Mm-hmm. Earlier in the night, you have the uh, maybe two matches prior to that. You have the universal title match. Mm-hmm. Okay, you end with the Shield doing their thing. If Dean is staying, maybe you give one last run with the Shield against the Undisputed Era. Mm-hmm. They come out, they lay out the Shield. Crowd's like boo, but also kind of yay. It's a huge, huge buzzy moment. Yeah, I and you got the Undisputed I thought Era. You were gonna say Dean gets in there. Ready to do that. Everybody puts their hands in, and he just beats them up at Mania. That'd be kind of crazy. Yeah. <laughs> if he was able to do that. Yeah. No, nah, man. Undisputed Era. Bring them in. Well, that'd be great. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I don't uh, think it's going to um, happen. Let's go back around to whether Dean is going to stay or not, because according to WrestlingNews.co, um, WB is hoping Roman can make that happen, saying, quote, WB management is hoping Roman Reigns can help change his, Dean's, mind. During a recent autograph signing, Reigns was asked to give his thoughts on Ambrose leaving this year. Reigns responded simply by saying, quote, we're going to work on that. The impression given was that Reigns would work on getting Ambrose to stay. Later on the story, it says, one wrestler told me today that last night Ambrose was the happiest he's been in a long time because Reigns was back in the locker room. He That's, and Reigns that is very are tight. Interesting. I guess they so. used to travel together. Yeah. Uh, Fightful Sean Ross Sapp also reported that WB hoped that Dean could be the quote, or sorry, Roman could be the quote, Dean Whisper. Interesting. In an effort to convince him to stay and take this with a grain of salt, but according to Wrestling Inc., quote, WWE recently updated their event listings in May to add Roman Reigns to several shows. It should be noted that Dean Ambrose is also being advertised for Raw live events in May, including the annual post-WrestleMania 35 tour of Europe. This could just be a, an issue where they just didn't take his name off there. Again, grain of salt. These kind of things happen 
fairly frequently. Yeah. Where one team is not communicating with another team. Um, so, but, you know, it could be an indication that uh, at the least, WB is like keeping their fingers crossed that maybe roaming around, D might want to stick around too. You know, I mean, there's a lot that we've heard about Roman Reigns being the, uh, the, the big dog, not just in the ring, but in the locker room. He seems like a cool dude. He seems like a guy that obviously people pay attention to, and he seems like a, an awesome guiding force yeah. in the locker room and a, an awesome example. Yeah. Did you read that uh, story that uh, Kazim... I forget his last name, but I know you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, he shared a story where he had just kind of started. He'd had like two conversations with the guy. Um, and I think, if I remember correctly, I'm probably going to get the story wrong. Um, Roman... Uh, the... Kazim uh, Famuyade. Okay. Famu... I am so sorry. I am butchering the crap out of his name. But he was a writer with WWE yeah, just, for he, a year. And he just rest, left recently. Yeah. Um, and I think, it was, I think it was a case where Roman wanted to change something. And Kazim was like, well, I don't know. And, and Roman's like... I'll... Well, he, he wanted... He wrote this segment yeah. with Roman, and it punctuated on a vulgarity, on yes, a bad word. Yes, yes. And he said, you know, I don't know if we should do this. You know, am I supposed to go talk to Vince? And Roman said, here, I got you. He went to talk to Vince, got, got the okay, and he said, man, thanks so much. I'm new here, you know. And Roman more or less said, you know, hey, we're all members of the same team. We all have yeah. to look out for each other. Exactly, yeah. He really made it like we're all yeah. rolling together, and it was it was a very, very cool story. Yeah. Um. So, uh, yeah, like he just, he, uh, he really does. And I sort of said this when he announced that he was battling leukemia. I sort of speculated in pure speculation. A guy who has gone through what he's gone through has a sense of perspective and, uh, you know, life experience mm-hmm. that not a lot of people would probably have mm-hmm. dealing with your own mortality. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that probably brings a lot to the locker room. Yeah. You know, you, yeah. you just get probably you're, you got more maturity there. If you got that perspective, that level of maturity, mm-hmm. plus, you know, the, the outlook, the, the philosophy that you're just you are a member of a larger team. Mm-hmm. That sounds like the makings for a locker room leader right there. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. And someone people respect. So it's not it's not surprising at all that I mean, you can even sort of see it with Dean. Since Roman left, and granted, I know a lot of it is cre- is his creative, yeah. In that they haven't really been able to stick this whole heel Dean thing, but I do wonder how much of that is him being checked out because of what's happening to his friend. He, the, a lot of people when they, or I've heard several wrestlers when they're describing Dean. I think Dolph is one of them on, uh, uh, I think the Busted Open podcast had said something like, you know, Dean doesn't always. He's kind of hard to read, yeah, and that he kind to of keeps me, to himself, yeah. That to me kind of seems like you know that that guy's probably he's he's probably one of those dudes who's got a lot going on, mm-hmm. and uh, he's he's probably one of those guys who's you know probably takes things to heart. Yeah, and uh, not having your best friend there, yeah. and knowing that your best friend is off battling cancer, mm-hmm. and uh, it just seems like it, it it would be a lot to handle. Yeah, you know. Yeah, so I could see that. Yeah, so I mean I'm not sure how enthusiastic I'd be able to do this show. If you came down with plague or something, you know, well, I think plague is r- relatively curable. At this if all of a sudden you came down with lobotomized brain. Yeah, that's an that affliction of phrenology, Larson. Well, no, that's, mm-hmm. phrenology is more just like the, the, the skull, not the brain. I thought phrenology, phrenology, but it relates to the brain, though. Kind of. Wait a second. No, phrenology. I've seen the uh, the diagrams there. And it has, like, different aspects of the brain, I thought. But I don't think l- l- uh, lobotomies have anything to do with phrenology. I think it's just... Oh, well, that I was just joking about. Yeah, no, that's, that's what I'm I was trying to say. I'm serious about phrenology. I'm sure it has something to do with the brain, but it's more just about the shape and, and uh, the skull. Look and at this guy in his phrenology head. Practicality. Oh, no, that's, that's, you're right. That's, like, the fa- that's the entire head. Yeah. Yeah, look at and that. And what it tells you about the person. Oh, the but then there's the this, skull. and there's numbers here. Oh, there's a key. Yeah, there's a key. Let's see. Oh man, this is fat. Look at look at the phrenology. What is yeah, the, man. the framework of human character? Okay, anyways, let's talk about wrestling. Yeah, it's all about how your your head related to you as a person, the shape of your head. Look at this guy, an unrelatable father, unreliable father, because he has an extra little lump at the bottom. I don't of the have base an extra skull. lump at the base of my skull. See, I have the little thing that kind of sticks out the back. of my I'm head a right genuine here. father. Yeah, I have a genuine father head too. This is not me. I'm not a genuine husband. Who does that guy on the right look like to you? Oh. Walter. <laughs> is that who you're going for? It looks like Walter. Yeah, it does. A little who bit. are you going for? I thought it looked a little bit like our president. 
especially the hair. These are fascinating. Oh, this is interesting. Anyways, <laughs> let's carry on. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways, let's talk about Tommaso Ciampa, Steve. He might be hurt. Oh, this bums me this out. This could be a pretty hardcore bummer to here. no First, degree. You know, so uh, in the DIY's tag match against Thebar yeah. a couple weeks back on SmackDown, there was that Sunset Flip powerbomb spot um, where it looks like uh, Sheamus didn't look like it. Seamus landed on uh, Ciampa's leg in an awkward fashion. Yeah. It looks like uh, Ciampa's knee got twisted up, so we thought maybe he got hurt. Haven't really seen him on main roster TV, save for that brief bit during Flair's birthday party where he's off in the wings, standing mm-hmm. uh, amongst the rest of the locker room. Uh, Wrestling Observer Newsletter has uh, had a brief note about a uh, possible injury to Tommaso, saying, quote, Ciampa is injured, although we don't know the severity of it. It's something he had been working through with the idea of taking care of it after the Gargano match takeover. But that explains why he wasn't on television this week, nor was he listed for the upcoming weekend NXT dates. He's actually only worked five non-TV or major streaming shows so far this year. PW Insider has some additional details. They say WWE NXT champion Tommaso Ciampa has a neck injury that has forced him out of action, resulting in a rewrite of this past Monday's episode of Raw. You'll recall uh, it was uh, actually on SmackDown. It was supposed to be Gargano versus uh, Cesaro, and so they changed the Hardy Boys. Um, no word on what originally they were supposed to do on Raw, though. Uh, PWI. Uh, no, I'm I think, sorry, they, say, I think they say this PWI Insider. I just went past it because. They continue. We are told the neck issue has been a lingering thing for at least four to five weeks, possibly longer. Depending on if and when Ciampa is cleared to return, WWE will have to be creative regarding the NXT Championship and the 2019 Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic, which Ciampa is competing in. We are told all options are on the table depending on what the final determination is regarding his injury. But as of Monday, he was not cleared to wrestle medically. That sucks. Mm-hmm. That blows, man. The neck is nothing to mess with either. Ah, Nope. Those dudes, they go at it during those takeover they matches. They do. They really they do. do. They really do. I mean, you hear neck injury and you think the, you know, like Edge having to retire because of it. Chomp is only 30, 33, I think. Yeah. Um, he looks 43. I know. Um, so how many episodes what? are in the bag? Do Four. We I think they're. I don't think are they all the way to the takeover? That I don't know. Boy, that kicked another yeah, here. I feel like my computer's about to blast off. Oh. Um, I don't know. I know they got down to the finals of the Dusty Classic. Um, and I'm pretty sure they've set up. Champa's match for takeover. Yeah, okay. I won't say anything else. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um so but if he's not gonna be medically cleared for well, said match at takeover, I don't know how days they're gonna approach that. That's a huge pickle to be in. When well, you have this huge story they've been telling for the better part of two years, and they have on two different fronts, main roster call up. Neck injury. So I wonder if he was just recently deemed uncle- like not cleared to wrestle. Because the last set of tapings, he wrestles. Yeah. The last thing, was the last thing he did the tapings or SmackDown? <sighs> SmackDown, I think. Wasn't like... Because I- they, had, they, had, they had them called up on Raw, and then they show up on SmackDown. I think the following Wednesday was the batch of tapings. And then it was the following okay. week. So, yeah, not yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The day before. Okay, okay. The, the following tapings. week, yeah, yeah. the match against the The tapings were a week ago yesterday. Yeah. Okay, and he last wrestled a week ago Tuesday. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I think it's two weeks ago yesterday. The tapings were just a week ago, weren't were they? Were they just a week ago? So, then again, I'm I guess, all over the place right now. Yeah, I know, because they debuted on Raw against the Revival in one. Did they wrestle? Is that when they, they wrestled the bar the following night in SmackDown then? Yeah. Okay. Then it was that Wednesday. It was after yeah. the. Because the they were only match. on one week. They were only on one yeah. week. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. Geez, I don't know. Um, does it say, let's see here, when he was, when he was, when this was like found out? No. Like sometime between. Sun, uh, last Thursday and Sunday. Mm-hmm. So, wow, about a week ago. But apparently it's something he's been wor- dealing with for several yeah, weeks at this for point. a little while now. I wonder how involved their matches are at uh, during the TV tapings. No idea. 
how many they had. Um, I guess the match on Raw was supposed to be a four-way tag match. It's from PW Insider as well. That would have been Ryder and Hawkins, mm. Alistair Black and Ricochet, mm. and another team. And then the revival would be ringside. And so it was changed to revival instead, versus instead Alistair. Instead, they and had Ricochet, Alistair yeah. and Ricochet beat the revival clean. That's kind of a big rewrite there, right there. Yeah, I know. It's kind of a big deal. Um, so the final matchup. The, uh, the, the final matchup for the Tag Team Classic is at the TV taping. And then they have the title shot at TakeOver. Is that? I'm not sure if okay. the finals are going to take place at TakeOver. That's why it made it sound like. How do they do it before? It's varied. Oh, has it? Yeah. Like I don't think they've ever had the Dusty Finals at, at a TakeOver. Yeah, it was. Did they? It was Authors of Pain and TM61. Was that the final of the I Classic, so. or was yeah. that the tag team title match? I thought that was the finals of the Classic. Uh, NXT Revival. Last year it was the finals. Yeah, last year it was the finals. Okay. Last year was the finals? Yeah, because okay. I think the, the, the titles, because Undisputed Era were in the tournament, mm-hmm. and the finals were... were Peter Doon and Roderick Strong against Undisputed Era, and that's where Roderick Strong turned. Oh, okay. Remember, okay. And, and, uh, Adam Cole had to substitute in for Bobby Fish. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, I don't know. Like, you, you, you got your... You got your go-home to take over. Yeah. You can't really announce anything because you got all that TV done until after that TV airs, mm-hmm. which is the Wednesday prior to TakeOver, which is assuming, Saturday. Assuming they got everything shot up until then. which I, I would, Yeah, I would assume so. I mean, there's only 40 days. Well, if they days. did it a week ago. It's only 40 days. That would have been the 20th. And the first one aired this week. So not that, I think they feel, they've got to have at least one more. Mm-hmm. They've got to have some more tapings, I would think. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. So I think they usually only shoot four episodes at a, in a batch. Hmm. Well, they would just do a taping for one episode then? They did that before Survivor Series? When they did that weird taping out in, in San, San Jose, Jose or whatever? Yeah. yeah, but those are a bunch of like bollocks matches. But I guess they could do like a real thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. But yeah, that'd be that'd be a bummer. They'd have to do like a he gets attacked backstage thing. Who attacked Maso Ciampa type thing? Yeah. I mean, you know... I get that they they have like really really good storytellers there. They have really really gr- good creative over on NXT. But look at how they pivoted when Alistair Black went out. Mm-hmm. You know, and I don't I forget how many tapings were done. What was set up? Wasn't that like right on the verge of a takeover? Yeah, when that happened. Yeah, and they just announced okay he's he's out. And it's gonna be Gargano Ciampa instead for the title. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, in this case, you're looking at the title holder, which mm-hmm. is a bit different, obviously. Yeah. Um, but you know, they can still do something. And if, if they make this diagnosis that, yeah, I'll put it this way. It'd be smart for them. They're probably having some sort of contingency plan planned right now. And then who, whatever that contingency plan is, start prepping that match. Cause bottom line is takeovers. Yeah. They're known for their stories and everything, but they're known for their great matches, yeah. you know? And that's yeah. really what you want to focus exactly, on. Exactly. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, I'm sure no matter what. They'll come up with a creative solution to do it, but it is just a bummer with Champa. I mm-hmm. mean, he's been on such a tear lately. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, I'll say this. I'll say this. It was only two days. It was Monday and Tuesday. It was Raw and SmackDown mm-hmm. that we got to see how they handled the, his his initial call up. And Champa's great. He's awesome. But they have him in a face roll. And I'm wondering if an injury that puts him out three to six months Mm -hmm. might not benefit him. Oh, who knows coming back in a way where the creative might have to do a reset Mm -hmm. and you know, they put him in a position that is not just this weird rushed call up that might benefit him. He's sort of the one, he's sort of the one that I was after seeing Mondays and Tuesday, the the, the first SmackDown and Raw's I was sort of concerned about because it's like, man, they're just sticking him in this position that doesn't, really fit what he's doing. I mean, I know it was a really small sample size, but still they're just taking him out of the, the story that he's in kind of, and then doing this weird parallel thing. I know. So maybe it's one of those things where, yeah, it sucks. It's horrible. 
But in the long run, kind of like Becky Lynch now is going to be main event in WrestleMania, obviously. Mm-hmm. Maybe it'll benefit him yeah, if maybe. he's gone. Maybe. Um, you know, I, I care most about the dude's well-being and mm-hmm. everything. But sometimes these things just end up working out for the best. Um, so you never know. Yeah, you never know. Stone Cold is out with a neck injury for, what, how many months? Yeah. He came back hotter than ever. Yep. So, yeah. Uh, let's talk about... Ronda Rousey Larson, the right. controversial, the controversial, ooh, Ronda Rousey, uh, might be done after Mania. This might maybe, be confirmed. Maybe. So we've heard about this before. About a month ago, Meltzer reported in Wrestling Observer Newsletter that, uh, quote, there's a very good chance that Ronda Rousey will be finishing up with WWE WrestleMania, uh, end quote, to reportedly start a family. And apart from a kind of denial from Ronda saying, you're not in control of my bits. I'm in control of my bits. Yeah. Why are people talking about my bits? Uh, there hasn't been much more news, yeah. but several outlets are noting that Ronda doesn't have any scheduled appearances with WWE beyond April 8th, the Raw after Mania. Yeah. So, does this mean she'll be leaving? No. It's not 100% confirmation of it. I don't know if Dean is leaving or staying. I'm playing devil's advocate right now. Yeah. Dean's on the schedule. He's on the European tour. Yeah. And he's literally said, they put out a statement saying he's leaving. Yeah, I know. So... Why are we not to assume that Ronda Rousey is going to be hightailing it if she's not advertised on the European tour? Maybe she does. Scheduled dates after me. She doesn't know. They want to advertise her unless she's locked in. Yeah. Well, the only thing I think of. Yeah, that could be. That could be. Again, it could be a situation I imagine this happens. It seems like it happens quite a bit. WWE, one department doesn't talk to another. Mm hmm. Probably as often as they should. I wonder if the idea that Dean just wasn't happy, like creatively, is different than somebody going up to him and saying, I'm going to start a family right after WrestleMania. Literally, the night Raw after Mania. I'm going to fly home. I'm going to fly home, smash. And hopefully, you know, when it goes in and then. Yeah. And then human happens. Yeah, child ensues. Child ensues, exactly. Um, That's a bit more definitive than Jonathan Good saying. Not really happy here. I'm yeah, I'm not gonna resign. New contract. I'm not gonna resign. I'm not gonna do that. But you know, I always could. Never know. You never know. What? What was that last part? I don't know. You know? Yeah, I don't know. We'll see you later. So I don't know, man. I kind of think confirmed. Unless, confirmed. Unless she gets to WrestleMania and she sees that you know it's a rollicking good time. I don't know, man. The Twitter response that I've been seeing today to her uh, uh, post uh, on Ronda Rousey, uh, she might see that the people coming after her about that one and decide it's not worth it. Entirely possible. Well, those Twitter people yelling at me over doing a feud on Twitter. How dare you? Anyways. Anyways. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I kind of I kind of feel like it'd be a bit of a breath of fresh air for her to leave for a bit. Yeah. I like. I, I kind of just like when there's not one big focal point on a division. Well, I don't because mind. Then I don't, the titles can like go. I don't places. mind when there's a focal point. I don't. I don't like it when you know that focal point ain't dropping the belt. That's what I mean. Yeah. That's exactly what I mean. I don't. Li- I like drama and I like unpredictability. I mean, you have someone like Brock or Ronda holding that top belt in their division. You know, they ain't dropping it. I hate when when I hear, "Oh yeah, he's the champion." Also, he's not advertised until eight months from now. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of that. And I know Ronda's been, you know, she's everywhere. She's she's on all the episodes and everything. Yeah, I think she works some house shows, too. But it's kind of obvious that she ain't dropping that title anytime nope. soon. Nope. Um, well, in 40 days, she will. Yeah, but, something like uh, that. But, yeah. Anyways. Who knows? Anyways. You haven't seen Bray Wyatt in a while. Hey, man. Where have hey, I man, been? Where have I been? Beefy ain't here, man. So, we've heard things. He's coming back. He's not coming back. Will he be in the Rumble? He won't be in the Rumble. Uh, Russell votes has this to say, quote, noteworthy, I've heard both sides of story from two different sources regarding Bray Wyatt. One, he's poised to return prior to WrestleMania to have a featured match, or two, they're saving his return for post-Mania Raw or SmackDown to make a larger impact. Must be Mania season. News gets more erratic. Yeah, so he uh, posted a tweet. Apparently uh, somebody on Cage Side Seats, this is Mr. Sean Reuter, um, posted... Uh, an article in Cage Side Seat saying, actually, Bray, somebody actually started their 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 headline has an actually. Actually, Bray. Actually, Bray, we don't have any faith. And then Bray responded to it. Yeah, because it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's it, keeping in line with this headline. It's, let's see here. I'll just, uh, every few weeks, Wyatt pops up on social media with something that sounds like a tease for a comeback. 
He's done it again with a response to a found to a fan doubting he has another mostly missing superstar. Sanity's Killian Dane uh, will be pushed due to their girth. Uh, now, I don't put much stock in the original tweeter's theory about Vince McMahon's preferences, but I don't put any in Wyatt's vague statements. That might be, but probably aren't alluding to his being reintroduced on Raw or SmackDown. I mean, why should we have faith at this point? And then Bray Wyatt uh, tweet quoted him and said, Dear Sean Ryder, I don't care what you think, man. How's this for cryptic? I'll be back soon. And when everyone sees how great I am, you'll owe me a beer, man. Until then, stop writing reports on me every time I write something. <laughs> I was like, dear Stan. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> yeah, man. That was the most to-the-point tweet he's put out in a long time. Yeah, he basically just said, shut up. Yeah. Um, says, I'll be back when I'm back. Shut up. I mean, he's got 1.1 million followers. Yeah, yeah, man. I got a lot of followers, man. He just made Sean Reuter famous. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, because that's like his pinned tweet, I think. Yeah. Or it's his only tweet. Literally his only tweet. There's no other tweets. That's funny. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. It must be a bummer because for him, he's probably ready. Oh, yeah. He's healthy. It has nothing to do with him. No. It's just. There's, they don't know what they're, how they're going to reintroduce them, and that's yeah. it. It's nothing to do with him. And you know, I mean, look, these are these are entertainers working in the world of media. And part of his job is to generate interest in his brand. Yes, or exactly. maintain interest in his brand. So it behooves him to eventually go on Twitter and tweet something that may, might vaguely insinuate that he's on the verge of returning. Yeah, but he can't say, "I'll be back in such and such city on this day, I'm man." Coming back here, man. Buy your tickets. Big and then he doesn't show up. Back. And then he doesn't show up. And he looks like an asshole. And then he tweets out, "Ha ha ha, suckers." <laughs> That's not fraud. It's false advertising. <laughs> Car subject to change. <laughs> Brace subject to change, man. That's not fraud. It's false advertising. <laughs> My goodness. No, Cece, that's not fraud. That's false advertising. That's great. Freaking Bray Wyatt. Um, I hope they, you know what? Here's my thing, man. I don't care when he comes back. I just hope they have something good I know, for him. I know. I really do. I know. Hey, what were those shoes you had up the other day, the ones that I really marked out over? Oh, the they're coming out soon. Well, can you find those for me? And yeah. like send me a link or something? Here, they're on the sneakers app, man. They're on the sneakers app? Yes, yeah, this one. Okay, what are those? The Ford Nost- Flight Nostalgia? Yeah. Those are sick. When are they coming out? I think they're coming out this weekend. Oh, man. Second, Saturday. Holy moly. 7 a.m. I'm getting on that business. All right, man, do Was it. Was it 220? Uh, 190. 190, even better. Nice. Gonna, I just saved myself those? 30 bucks. You're going to get those? Those are cool. They're not bad. Those are, no, nah, man, those are, those are not jabroni shoes. I didn't say they were. I said they're not bad. Anyways, you excited about Bray Wyatt coming back? Heck yeah, man. There's money in that guy. But only if they do it right. What they about, have... what about Bread Hart? Of course. You'd be happy for him to come back. Flavor, 10 out of 10, as close to 10 as there is. Freshness. Uh, oh, worst, worst man. attribute. Six or eight out of ten. You want to answer some questions? Absolutely. We have a thriving Twitter uh, thread here, huh? Yeah. Uh, first up from some jabroni named John Carl. Who is your favorite WWE creative? Russo, Lagana, Koski, DeJoseph, Gerwitz, or Kapoor, and why? My favorite WWE creative was Carl. Yeah, man. <laughs> Yep, that's correct answer. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I kind of have a soft spot in my heart for a little bit of Russo. Here's the thing, dude. If it wasn't for Russo, how many how many awesome conversations have we had about his hilarious WCW booking? Yeah, I know. And I'm sure he brought a lot to the table during the Attitude Era. Oh yeah, I've compared Russo's time in WWE WF to Donnie Darko. That, you know, Richard Kelly, the director of Dying Dark, had all sorts of crazy, some great, some not so great ideas. Mm-hmm. But the original cut, someone else edited the film for him. Yes. And it was a really good, interesting movie. Yeah. You watch the director's cut where no one's overseeing what you he's doing. You watch his pure vision. And it's a mess. Yeah. And every yeah. movie basically he's made subsequently has been a mess. Has been a mess. And it bums me out that he hasn't, according to uh, Jeff, he's, uh, he's mainly just doing producing stuff right now. Mm. I forget what he said the last thing he did was. I'm sure it's easy to find out. Yeah. But, nah, give me the, the era of Carl. Actually, uh, Jimmy Jacobs. 
Yeah. From everything I heard, he did some cool stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, uh, excellence of flexicution. Opponents for Sasha and Bailey for TakeOver and Mania? Mania would be Trish and Lita. TakeOver, give me Sky Pirates. Could you imagine they pulled double duty like that? Well, they great. have a day in between, huh? Yeah, they do this year. But still recovering from a TakeOver match? Mm-hmm. Ouch. Mm-hmm. Uh, JC Ramirez, imagine this. You're watching NXT Prime two years from now, particularly the women's division. What four talents from their developmental or indies do you think you'll be watching in future takeovers? So, Prime NXT in two years' time. In two years? Mm-hmm. I'm going to say Mia is going to be running that. I think she's going to be running it. I kind of feel that way. I think she's strong, dude. I think oh, she's she really is good. strong. She is, her match against Ron, or, uh, Shayna was awesome. Yeah. I'm going to say her. I'm going to say Bianca Belair. She, Bianca Belair is not going to be in NXT in two years. You don't think so? No. You think Mia M's going to be there? I don't know about that. Because I'm guessing Bianca's going to be on main. Uh, Are we two years from now? Is Candice going to be wrestling? Hopefully. What about their developmental? Yeah, I'm going down there in a second. I mean, two years we're looking at, like... We could also be looking at some UK people. Mm-hmm. Oh, Casey Catanzaro. She's going to yeah, be she's huge. Really good. She's going to be big. Chelsea Green's going to be big two years Keegan from now. Keegan Knox is going to be could be really if big. She can stay if she can healthy. stay healthy. Rachel Evers, Rachel Ellering. Oh, that's huge. there you go. Lacey I think MJ Lane's Jenkins is going to be good. Lacey yeah. Lane's going to be good. They've got a they got a Zia uh, Lee. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They've got a killer uh, women's division waiting mm-hmm. right there on that Florida house circuit. Yeah, man, that's a killer lineup. Right yeah, it really there. is. Yeah, man. Uh, let's see here. Uh, the most forlorn dab. Imagine Ricochet and Aleister Black are on the WrestleMania card this year. Who would they be fighting? Give me Ricochet versus Finn in a friendly. No, I'm making for the Intercontinental title. Yeah, friendly for the Intercontinental title. Friendly. Aleister Black. Nakamura. Yeah. Well, that'd be awesome. Um, John Ortolaza, what is the best way to utilize Roman Reigns at WrestleMania 35? We've sort of gone Baron. over that a little bit. We go, we go over it, Matt Chat. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, stay tuned for Matt Chat. But uh, in in one word, Baron. Baron. Um, Greg Morris, what would you rather see? Kofi win the title at Mania and have a long reign, or Becky tap out Ronda only to lose the following pay per view? Have a long reign, or Becky tap out Ronda? Do you want the moment of Becky lose beating Ronda and not have it lead to any anything substantial, or? Kofi win the title at Mania have a long, long reign. reign. Well, if I if we get Kofi winning the title at Mania and having a long reign, does that mean we also get Becky tapping out Ronda only to not lose at the following pay per view? Sure, but that's sure. what I want. I think Greg Morris might have messed up the whole. Would you? Yeah, rather, I think it's rather. either or. It's you only have one. Well, yeah, but here's the thing. No, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, but I'm saying that's the only scenario by which Becky wins. I think that was his point. Oh, so otherwise she loses. Maybe. Yeah. Gotcha, okay. Uh, Daryl W. Perry, will you do a AEW recap show once they start producing regular content? You got that right. Uh, yeah, no, we're going to have to. Going um, in Tuesday night, Dynamite. Yeah, because I think, uh, it, I mean, SmackDown's probably going to be changing to Fridays, and I think that's why they're doing All Elite on Tuesdays. Shit, yeah. Hopefully it's a smooth transition. Hopefully yeah, as soon yeah. as, hopefully one week we'll do SmackDown on Wednesday, then the next week, We'll have all eat on on mm-hmm, Wednesday mm-hmm. Uh, to recap, and then God dang, we got to figure out that flipping. I guess we're just gonna be staying late on Friday. I guess so we got to get an employee here, man. We got to get somebody else to help us out with that. Just some lonely schmo doing Friday SmackDown recaps. Um, the captain, um, what gimmick match do you wish WWE would bring back for me? It's it's or for the captain, it's uh, three stages of hell. The who? Where? Who's this one? What? The captain. The captain? Hey, captain. Give a match do you want back. Give me an inferno match. What give me a match do you want back for me? It would be three stages of hell. What did you say? Inferno. You don't want the beat the clock challenge? That's well, not really. They, they do that every now and again. Not enough. Yeah. Um, tournament. I don't care. Like a, a, a king of the ring. I know it's not a gimmick match, but. Yeah. Sam D. 
Most overrated WWE match of all time. Oh, man. I don't know. Is it is it totally messed up to say the Iron Man, Bret Hart versus Shawn Michaels match? No. Is that messed up to say? Most underrated might be the Montreal Screwjob match. It's actually pretty fun. Yeah, it's actually a pretty fun match. And then it had a killer ending. <laughs> Here, I'll see what WWE rates as their greatest match of all time. I think it's one of the HBK Undertaker matches. I think it's the first one, if I remember correctly. Uh, Quentin. This is a good philosophical question. All right, I like philosophy. Do you think that over-speculating can ruin a storyline? Oh, this is my answer. Stone Cold versus Bret Hart WrestleMania 13. Oh, was it a crap match? It's not a crap match. It's not a bad match. Killer finish. It's the finish that makes the match. What finish do you Otherwise, prefer, that or the Montreal Screwjob? Montreal Screwjob. Yeah, me too. Anyway, sorry, what was the question? It's so rare you see something real play out. I know. When you see the wall just break down. Oh, I know. It's something the else. The curtain man. just opens up and it's disgusting. It's something else, man. <laughs> this opens up the curtain and it's a pile of trash. What was the question again? Sorry. Do you think over-speculating can ruin a storyline? No, because over, over-speculating is just interest. Yeah. That's just people being over Over-speculation from whom? Like people like us? I guess. Oh. I don't know. When people like start fantasy booking too much? I mean, I understand that. Because then the let down, usually there's a letdown, but some people just get carried away, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, let's see here. John Ortolaza, again, I think he already did this. Is it a good idea to have five takeovers each for NXT and NXT UK or to have five slightly longer takeovers per year? Um, I mean, I guess that the, the, uh, the, Blackpool um, takeover any, any indication. I think NXT is fine having NXT UK is fine having their own takeovers. That was a good show. It was an awesome show. Mm-hmm. I know. I would say yeah. Uh, I don't know when the next NXT UK takeover is going to be. Yeah, I don't know either. But I don't know. I would think like one every four months, like three a year for NXT UK. I think mm-hmm. that'd probably be mm-hmm. solid. Yeah, three to four a year, quarterly. Yeah, it could be quarterly. Um, oh, great question from Tim Morris, who has an adorable child and Tim Morris in his avatar. Who would you have perform your WrestleMania entrance and what song would they play? So you get to have a live act. But they say, look, you can have whatever song you want, whatever band you want, but they have to be alive and still active so they can be there live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or I guess you can have a current band do a cover version of like a classic, Mm, mm -hmm. like a Doobie Brothers song. Not going to happen. No? No. No? Gene Pitney's dead. Otherwise, I'd have him and Mark Allman sing something. Is Mark Allman still alive? Yeah, he does. And he still sings that song in concert. His voice is kind of going, though. Mm. I shouldn't say that. I don't think he watches the show, though. Oh, okay. You never know. Maybe he does. Maybe he's a big fan of it. No, because I tagged him in a tweet. Uh, and he didn't like it or respond or anything. So no. I don't think he's a fan. All right. Let's <laughs> so get back to the question. Um, the MC5 still alive? No. I would Some members get, might be, but I know Fred Sonic Smith is not. I would get... Who's the last... I would get... What's the band that Nita Strauss... Oh, she was Alice Cooper's guitar player? Okay, didn't she? Was it just her playing at that last yeah, yeah, one? Yeah, 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 yeah. She just released it in her own album. Okay, but she has like a whole band and stuff, right? Well, that backs her up, yeah. But, yeah. It's, but the band's name is her name. Is there a vocalist? I don't believe so. I think it's just all guitar shredding. Whoever does uh, Alistair Black's theme song. Okay. CFO is with the... Uh, Whoever the guy is. Yeah. Whatever he's from and then his band. All right. I'd get them to do a cover of Kick Out the Jams. All right. That's what I want. That's good. Because I could see that vocalist doing the kick out the jams. Yeah, yeah, that's good. You think. You know, you could reconstitute Black Flag to do. Uh, that's true. Rise Above. Can I get Caius? Sure. To do, uh, but not Queens of Stone Age. I want Caius, but to do a Queens of Stone Age song. All right. Feel a good hit of the summer. Okay. For WrestleMania. That's good. Nicotine Valium, Bucket in Marijuana, Ecstasy, Nakahal. Because feel good here this summer. Slam. Oh. Slam. <laughs> what did I say? Feel good. No, I'm saying, I'm adding. Yeah. Feel good hit of the summer. Slam. Slam. I'm trying to think. Oh. I'd probably have like Run the Jewels do Legend, Legend Hazard or something like that. That's good. 
Uh, oh, what? this is good. What? Conspiracy Shaggy Kint says, have you guys noticed that each time Lacey Evans has appeared, oh, I she's that. actually gotten closer and closer to the ring. I have not noticed Started that. out coming just at the top of the stage, but has slowly made her way down the ramp each consecutive time. Hmm. She even started taking off her gloves this week. Slowly but surely getting ready for a fight, huh? I know she did take her gloves off. Or slowly but surely preparing for a live sex show in the ring. I guess. She took Maybe. off her gloves. Next. Brazier. I don't know. Yeah, that could be. Next that, question. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. She's like stuck in some sort of temporal causality loop. She's not a time traveler, man. She is, man. I'm not. You. Not. Brandoon, what's the likelihood that Rhonda gets legitimately mad when she goes into Twitter arguments with Becky? Now, that's a good question. I would say likely. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I think she's well aware that this whole thing's a work. Well, yeah. But. It, I guess it depends on this. Here's, here's, my, here's the optimist in me talking. Her and Becky want to put on a killer match at Mania. Yeah. I guess it all depends on the level of communication between the participants. Yes. Um, for example, when Mia, uh, Mia Yim, Shayna Baszler, and Justin Duke are going out on Twitter, I'm pretty sure they're all sitting next to each other in the apartment. I'm pretty sure they share. Showing each, other, showing each other the phone before they press send. And laughing. Yeah. Now, I think if in advance, if there's a conversation between someone in social media, WB, Becky, Rhonda, here's a general f- philosophy. Uh, what lines do you not want crossed? Imagine Becky's like, I don't care. Rhonda, here, okay, so here's the thing. According to reports, according to reports, Rhonda literally told Becky to hit her as hard as she could with a crutch at the last pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. I really doubt somebody's going to say, hey, hit me as hard as you can with a crutch and then get mad over something, some words she wrote on Twitter yeah. to further their feud, yeah. to make them more money. Yeah. What, like that, that, that yeah, to me, fun. when you reason it out, mm-hmm. it doesn't make any sense. Mm-mm. So no, I don't think she does. Mike Adams, any plans for an official going in Raw StarCast t-shirt? Maybe. Maybe. If I'll put it this way, I'll put it this way. If I can crack a good design, because this next one we got coming up, just our regular logo shirt, yeah, is probably going to be released soonish, middle of March, yeah, April, May. So it's at the end months. of May, it's yeah. two and a half months. If I can crack a really good design that is in keeping with it, but then we can also per, in perpetuity sell, yeah. Like I think that the going in Ross Chicago design was a pretty good one that transcends just Chicago. I think it, you know, color scheme wise, it was, yeah, yeah, it's not, it's not too Chicago specific. All the Chicago references are pretty. Yeah. They're pretty good. Yeah. Uh, so if, if I can crack a good design, yes. Where's that Sharpie? Hand me that Sharpie, please. Thank you. Toxic Trent wants us to do honky tonk man math. Toxic Trent. That guy had a hate champion match before. Mm hmm. He almost took our precious H champion. Mm-hmm. Ship. He didn't take our champion. Um, in ring. I don't think he was that good of a wrestler. Who are we doing now? Honky Tonk Man. Um, I'll put him as like a five wrestler. I don't think he was that good. Okay. He's a decent promo, though. The next one's going to be interesting. Yeah, he's a good promo. He's a seven promo. Seven promo. Look. Well, he looked the part. He looked like Elvis. Yeah, uh, he looked the part. So he did what he was supposed to do. Yeah. But... I think when Bret Hart, who invented the three-tier system for being good, yeah. when he came up with it, is when he walks in the room, you, do you yeah. see pro wrestler? Let me ask you this. Is this three-tier system the greatest contribution Bret Hart has given to pro wrestling? Yes. Absolutely. Correct. Okay. We're agreeing. Um, There's, another, wondering- question. There's another question I have. What? How do we monetize this? Like, put it on a shirt? I don't know. Interesting. There's got to be a way. There's a way to monetize anything. I'll have to crack uh, it. Look, five or six. I'm going to give him a, a, as high as a six because... You might not have thought pro wrestler. You probably thought Elvis impersonator. But in the world of pro wrestling, it was distinctive, and you knew exactly what he was going for by when he walked in the door. Okay, fine. Six, six, okay. five. We'll do five. Six, six is six is fine. All right, because you're right. He should probably be a four in ring. He was not that good of a wrestler. I don't remember any of his matches. Um, Legacy, like four or five. He is the longest reigning Intercontinental Champion. Still is. So That's, that gets him to four. But that's pretty much it. That's pretty much it. So four. 
Kayfabe. Again, he's the longest running Intercontinental But champion. that's pretty much it. But then didn't he job out to Warrior in like moments? Yeah. And I don't know what his title defenses were like. Usually cheated to win, I think. Four or five. Four. Four. So that's 17, five plus, 13 divided by three is a four plus wrestler. Seems about right. That feels right. Seems about right. The math doesn't lie. Not even sure why I even say seems right anymore because it is right. It is right. It is correct. It is correct. Gordon, kayfabe reason kendo sticks are under the ring in WWE. Maybe they'll uh, use them to warm up before matches. I know there's some stretches you can do where you need like a pole or something. Oh, that's good. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's good. That works. How about this? In kayfabe, Vince got a really, really good deal on him back in 1995. Oh. And bulk. It it was bulk. Yeah. Just a mass amount of them. And so to justify, so you can write him off on his taxes. Yeah, yeah, say, yeah. well, I use them for the shows. So he has to have them under there. So mm-hmm. if someone from the IRS comes to the audience, like, look, I have all these kendo sticks. See, they're right there. right there. That's why. Yeah. Makes all the sense in the world. Uh, let's see here. Ryan K. Lambert. Lambert. What's the likelihood Dean leaving was a work? According to our sources... Wrestling Observer, mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's real, yeah. and there's a possibility Roman Reigns is going to help uh, have help, him change help his mind, stay stick around. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Thanks so much for watching, everybody. Yes, thank we you appreciate very much. Appreciate it. Uh, we have an overrun uh, today, uh, a bonus episode rather, mm-hmm. and it's uh, it's Ask Stephen Larson Day. Yeah. So at the five dollar Patreon mark at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. You can check out the bonus episode. Here's a little commercial for our Patreon. Thanks so much for watching. Until next time, we'll talk to you guys later. Goodbye. Be a part of Going In Raw today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Starting at $1 a month, you can enjoy Going In Raw ad-free, gain access to the daily 30-minute Going In Raw post-show, exclusive merchandise, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today. Click the link in the description. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.